Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. And I'm Jay Drum. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 movies. Under 90 minutes. Enthusiasm has uh, not waned at all. <laughs> okay, today on our show, clocking in at 89, 90 minutes, I don't know, however you want to look at it. Uh, if you want to round up, that's fine. We're talking about 1972's Silent Running, directed by Douglas Trumbull. And this is our final request in Request Month, and this comes to us on Facebook. Uh, by Tom Harrisack. So thank you for your request, Tom. Yep. Um, unfortunately, I can just tell you right now, I, I'm not going to speak favorably. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, I, you know, as I go, I'll I'll I guess I'll formulate my opinion. Oh, you don't? I, weren't I sure. I feel deceived. Deceived. Uh, I was talking to Dan when he asked me if I could. Uh, wanted to help host this show, and uh, Dan told me that somebody told him that this was almost as good as Star Wars. Uh, you know what I read was um, the comparisons were to 2001, so I misspoke. Okay. Someone said it was better than 2001. I forget where. It was some cool hipster website. Said that Silent Running was better. Then 2001, yeah. A Space Odyssey. And, it, you know, the connection is uh, Trumbull did the effects on 2001. Yeah. Came up with the, uh, what is it called? The the slits, the slit scan effect. He, he he came up with that. And that's how they came up with that cool effect when he's traveling through, uh, you know, through that thing in that movie. <laughs> the, the, the thing in the 2001? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, yeah, we're here to talk about um, a movie that is not 2001. It is not Star Wars. It is not on that level. In That's better. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to. Re, I would love to cross-reference that website's information and see. It's well, better. I, are you? Did we see the same movies? Uh, the, 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 the internet with, said it was better, man. Huey and Dewey. Uh, the two droids. The drones. The drones? You don't say droids. Yeah, it's Would better. Now, it's like, complaining about. Uh, I, speaking of those drones, um, I, I ask you, gentlemen, what would what is the point of building a robot of of some kind without wheels? Why well, why, why little, would they have legs? It's got little feet, though, Jer. But little stumpy how- feet. Do you see how like impractical, practical this lunky like clunk these big stubby things walking around this like I would imagine that wheels would be much better. I, I suppose. Mean, look, I did look. Yeah. Didn't it look fucking weird when R two D two used to walk? You know, like in the in the original Star Wars, like they stopped doing it after he a while. He had the little treadmills. Yeah, he had little treadmills on his feet. But there were times where he would actually walk like 
bipedal mm-hmm. almost, and it was weird Ooh. looking. That's really, you know, uh, the enemy is really the stairs. If you watch RoboCop, you'll you know that the, the, that fucking thing didn't even stand. That thing took down everything, and then finally, oh, uh, stairs beat the, that fucking thing with. That's they couldn't expect that though in RoboCop. I mean, who would have thought that an urban combat assault droid would need to go up and down stairs ever? I I mean, there's a lot of apartment buildings that they got to clear out. <laughs> a lot of projects. I'm just saying. I think if anything, we learned from uh, the Force Awakens that a ball is the best thing for getting downstairs. You could just roll and then you can just look and then boom, drop down to the next I step. Liked, uh, I like that thing in Interstellar that swims. Did you guys see Interstellar? Oh, that was cool. No, yeah. I haven't seen that. It it has it's like two. <clears throat> like blocks and they're like an x and they like just kind of like like legs like you were animating legs yeah and it almost actually it's like more like a rolling motion anyway like sonic the hedgehog like his when his yeah he's going so fast that his legs look like circles a bit like that yeah or like a jack from jacks the game little with the ball and it's like rolling um um so this movie, guys, I don't know what you. Anyway, I don't know what you guys are complaining about. This movie, the title makes sense. Uh, everything about yeah. it is great. <laughs> That's uh, for damn sure. The title not, makes sense. It's not slow and boring in any of the parts at all. <laughs> period. This uh, movie is is running. Yeah. So at, at a turtle's pace. I mean, we were. I'm sorry to have made you feel deceived, Jay. Uh. I was talking out of my ass when I made the Star Wars. Uh, when we when we did comparison. Jerky Boys, he said, "Man, I just realized we always give you horrible movies to do." Yeah, <laughs> you're like, "Hey, let's do Silent Running." Somebody yeah. said it's as good as Star Wars. Yeah, I, I was like, "How do I not know this? I'm a sci-fi guy." It's not spoilers. It's not. But um, I say that to a lot of our guests on this show. <laughs> No, no, it's a great realized. movie. <laughs> no, no. What I say is, oh. I just realized we give you a lot of bad movies, like mostly bad movies. What we've learned over the course of the podcast is that a lot of movies are bad. Yeah, like a most lot movies, of movies are bad. Here's what we learned: like fuck movies. Most movies are bad. Most filmmakers suck. Like everything about movies, forget it. Throw it just, out the window. We're, forget it all. By the way, we do have another one that is in the works and will be out sometime. out next year. Yeah, so please watch it. Um, Anyway, this movie's got Bruce Dern. And and speaking of, by the way, An Intervention is still available to rent or purchase on Amazon and other uh, streaming devices. What I meant was, fuck every other movie. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them with a rubber hose. That's what John Travolta would say on the sitcom. Yep. Fuck him with the rubber hose. Hey, fuck him with the rubber hose. Hey, fuck him with the rubber hose. <laughs> That's right? a pretty accurate impression. That's Thank not you. bad. Can I can I tell you that that is my favorite John Travolta impression of the ones that I've ever heard. Yep. I uh maybe you like uh maybe you maybe you want to hear you maybe want to hear a little bit of Jack Nicholson. I want a Caesar sandwich. <laughs> uh, former uh, former President uh, Jack Nicholson. He he served from 1980 to 1988. 
I want a Jack. I want a well, mommy. I want a <laughs> Caesar want a sandwich, jelly beans. Nim 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 nim. Nim nim nim. Okay, so this movie starts with a monk growing plants inside spaceship Why Earth. Why do you say a monk? <laughs> because he's dressed in like a robe, and it's like yeah, they don't call Jedi monks. Because their robe doesn't look like monk robes. Jay, can you be the the tiebreaker here? I, I just took it as like it was a man of nature, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm referring specifically to the robes, guys. Anyway, he's he needed, inside. He needed to be able to carry all those vegetables he's, and things. He's so he inside Spaceship Earth at Epcot. All right, um, he's in Epcot Center. <laughs> All right, Dan's not Dan's not on board with that joke, so he's like, "Okay, Jerry." Well, it's a it's it's a it's a great film, you guys. It's a great film. Jerry, are you drinking Voodoo Three? I am. I'm drinking some uh, Thrashed Apple. We're not even sponsored by the Do. No, we burn. We don't have sponsors anymore because I don't bother to try to get them anymore. Uh, because I'm lazy. Oh, you know, that's his COVID. Oh, I see that there is a three. I was wondering, like, well, how do you, where do you, what is your, uh, where are you getting the three from? And then I see that there's like a ghoul mm-hmm. holding, or a skeletal ghoul holding. And they're a, like, three, baby. It's the third time we've done this. And not the way that they did it in Glorious Bastards that got them in trouble either, where they do the thumb and the, oh. and the, uh, yeah, and the pointer. Look, it's not even okay to say it's okay anymore. You can't do that. Right, you can't you can't say okay boomer. Well, you can't flash an okay. Right. You just can't do it because that has to do with the white supremacists. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> major look. Thanks for ru- thanks for ruining the wasn't there a comedian who's like you could tell we don't want to talk about this movie. There was like a comedian who was like <laughs> um thanks for taking rainbows, gays. We liked rainbows. And then um and now it's thanks for taking okays. White supremacists, I like doing okay symbols. Right? Uh, I'm not going to switch to thumbs up. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck it's that. Not, it's fuck not that good. suggesting it. <laughs> it's just okay. All right. So, Jer was right. It's about a monk, and he's in his forest dome. Mm-hmm. And it's one of six forest domes floating in Did I mention in that it's inside space. Spaceship Earth on Epcot? Or yeah. in Epcot, <laughs> uh, in the Walt Disney World Resort. He's got a dole whip in his hand, mm-hmm. and he's he's got a bird on his shoulder, and they're floating in space attached to, th- like, I think three gigantic spacecrafts. Maybe they each have two forest domes, or is there six total? It doesn't really matter. I don't know how many there are. It's hard to tell the uh, the structure that he's uh, inside. It's not very expositional, this movie, but, like, I like that about it. I actually like the first half of this movie, and then, it, to me, it gets really fucking slow and really boring, to be honest, serious for a moment, and to cancel my bit. So Hold on, hold on. Then it gets slow and boring? <laughs> you don't like this first half a here? slug crawling across the surface well it's yeah true. that's true they're really making a bold statement right up front if you, here's our mission statement guys yeah i suppose we say you're running, right this is the pace we're referring to this <laughs> is more like silent dragging am i right guys yeah but um well Man. 
I said, yeah, for me, it was like the first half for you guys is the apparently the first minute of the film. Uh, <laughs> you're like, fuck this <laughs> slugs. Look, I'm just saying Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Cat Factory came out the cat? year before. Yeah, the, the, chocolate the Chocolate Cat. cat. Yeah, I love that. Willy one. Wonka and the Chocolate Factory came out the year before and has a beautiful opening sequence. With so the like finger and the chocolate draping over. It looks like a finger that it's of all, like of all the things you have to focus on the one weird the pouring of the on the you remember that jay in the opening credits it looks like a finger or a dick just kind of smothered in mud or chocolate um, it's like somebody holding up their arm and it's just <laughs> dripping down and it's so thick and no, lathered with chocolate i'm sorry you're right like it is a be- some beautiful close-ups uh, and this is like it's nature you know and i didn't mind that because what i liked about it was um this is all practical you know this is pre-digital this movie is 1971 yeah. right Two. 72 star wars new hope is you know this movie's better than star wars yeah uh but star wars new hope comes out 1977 right yep. yeah yeah this movie a is way ahead of its time visually so you have to give it that and b that's it that's i only have it <laughs> <laughs> so there it is yeah Oh, what I was what I was impressed by was um like I said it's practical and that they're shooting all this like these up close things like how do they did they just get really well lit set and just really good telescopic lenses and just kind of track the bugs cuz I don't know that's kind of cool just like and I look at the set and I think this is all handmade you know They probably didn't even shoot that stuff at the beginning it's probably stock footage that they had from some <laughs> nature show and they're Maybe like here you got right. some snails I'll take the snails yeah yeah. Uh, give you some snails and some leaves and shit. So that's what, and it is. It's a very, it's, it's a, it's a counterculture film. And and I have some facts that I wanted to bring up as we go here because I was reading this really like cool article about the movie. And around this time, there was um, a studio exec. He was, uh, his name is Ned Tannen, and he, in this, according to this article here. The guy oh. on which Biff Tannen is somewhat based. <laughs> he was keen to capitalize on the counterculture demographic and so gave five directors a shot to make a full-length feature, uh, $1 million, with little to no studio interference and, interference and final cut. The fruits of the experiment were Dennis Hopper's The Last Movie, 1971, Peter Fonda's The Hired Hand, 1971, Milos Forman's Taking Off, 1971, George Lucas's Breakthrough Artistic and Financial Success of the Bunch, American Graffiti, 1973, and this movie. So this is part of a, a group of um, supposed to be groundbreaking movies, and uh, perhaps I think American Graffiti, most would agree, it makes AFI top 100s, mm-hmm. and this movie did not, but... What you can take from this is the visual style that is more popularized in 2001. But, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to give it some merit here. Well, good on you for uh, giving <laughs> giving some credit to the movie. <laughs> what, well, a, that's what, great. what a positive turn you've taken. <laughs> I just wanted to boast that I read something before we did this uh, episode here. Yeah. Um, anyway. It opens with him, in, in, and uh, he's in his forest dome, his biodome. And it, 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 here's what I like about this movie. It's uh, it's this spacecraft that he's on, this gigantic spacecraft. It's owned and operated by 
not like the Zorg Corporation. It's American Airlines. Like this takes place in a world where that is still a corporation that exists. And now, like, it might as well, like, I, I picture is like, put the fucking Tesla logo on this spacecraft. There you go. In, like, 50 years, this might be a, a version of what's going on. Yeah. And Tesla's head says, burn all the fucking forests. And he smokes a joint on fucking Rogan's Heads podcast. And oh, then they God. do that. And uh, they talk about conspiracy theories. You remember uh, Demolition Man? Demolition uh, Man had the new Taco Bell logo, like, five years before they updated yeah yeah the american airlines logo like well like every time they they should remaster the movie every time american airlines updates their logo (laughs) that's what they release a new blu-ray yeah so this place is it's owned by tesla it's owned by american airlines and like there's only like four dudes there and bruce dern he's like the he's the hippie he's like the counterculture he's a sophomore at berkeley and these other three guys are like jocks at arizona (laughs) state basically and they're driving around their weird basic fucking go-karts around the forest dome and which is interesting because now now that you have test track inside spaceship earth Right. Jared's a big Disney head. Now we are getting paid by Disney to say this stuff. Just Mm -hmm. like anybody who praises any Marvel movie, any professional journalist or critic, Uh uh, they're all getting payola. Yes. All of us are shills. We can confirm that. Do you know how big Disney's shill budget is? Uh, Like. That's that's really what's drowning them. Forget the the, you know, the closing of the parks for the <laughs> really putting a dent in them. Yeah, it's the number of shills that they pay. It's fucking full, like full annual salaries with benefits too. To get people to like Raya and the Last Dragon, man, they took billions of dollars. Like <laughs> like seriously, guys. Do you Mulan. know how many people they had to pay just to get Encanto to be a name that people would actually see? You wouldn't even know what Luca is if it wasn't for Paola. <laughs> so fucking these guys are driving around smashing his tomatoes. And Duran's going, what the fuck, you well, fucking what, fucks? What, what, what are you doing? He throws a fucking rake at him and says, get out of here, you fucks. And they you drive fucks? And uh, afterward, they're hanging out in the break room. And, you know, they're like, I don't know, shooting spitballs. And Dern is obviously not friends with them. It's clear. He's the bleeding heart. He's the sophomore at Berkeley, and they're the dumb jocks. And he he basically gives them this whole speech about why his cantaloupe is way better than their processed food that they're making and why restoring the forests on Earth is crucial to human life. So if you were to compare this to any movie really loosely, loosely, let's go Wally because the Earth is fucked. Even though disease is gone, according to these guys, and poverty is gone, and everybody has jobs. You always fucking say that. That's your fucking argument every time. I always come down to those three things. (laughs) He's like – he talks like Jimmy Stewart. Like he – I prepared this melon. He grew into his his age. He grew into his age, which is like 60 and up. Like he's always been an old man. (laughs) Like that's how I see him. Like later on, especially, he's like, you, you, you sure you want to make that bet? We're playing for money here. Like <laughs> playing poker with a robot. Um, so these three assholes he works with, they're in the break room. They give him shit. He gives him a whole bleeding heart speech about how and, you know, like you, you have to admit, like fucking plant life is pretty crucial on Earth. And these guys don't give a fuck because everybody has jobs. And like, I don't need to reiterate what he said, but like. 
he says it, and he says it passionately, and they just don't care. And that seems to be how it is back on Earth as well. And that's what we're going to find out momentarily uh, that their bosses uh, feel the same way. He says, I'm expecting some good news today, though, you fucks. You fucks? <laughs> and they're playing some poker. Uh, he's playing with the three douchebags. And ultimately, what they end up doing is they get some bad news. And it's like this transmission, like they're staying up all night for this call. Like, God, I wish this fucking transmission would come. Can you imagine just staying up all night just to hear from your boss? Like, hey, guys, it guys, reminds me. Is everything uh, all right? <laughs> it reminds me of the time that I offered to stay while the carpets were being cleaned at Blockbuster. Yeah. And I completely fell asleep in the back room. Yeah. Did you wake uh, up and they were gone? I woke up and they were gone. The sun and was coming up. $50 was missing from your wallet. No. <laughs> and a dick was on your forehead. Yep. No. That was. I did walk around the next day. Because <laughs> I the worked the next dick. morning, too. <laughs> on your forehead. Hi, welcome to Blockbuster. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is something funny? Why does everybody keep laughing? <laughs> anyway, uh, have you ever considered becoming a rewards member? <laughs> dick on your head. Um, Sir, again, I ask you, please, why are you laughing? This is what, my job. Yeah, this is this is demeaning. What is this? This is my job. So, um, Jay, are you hooked yet about with this movie? No, but there was something I wanted to ask. Yeah. Maybe you you know about like uh, so th- th- that era of movie, like mm-hmm. uh, Taxi Driver, everything like that. Uh, now we our movies are different. This felt more like a play or something like that. Like it was scene to scene to scene. I there think, is, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I'll chime in with my completely uneducated uh, uh, thought on this is just that there is a certain, I don't know when it switched, but just like movies before a certain year are just paced completely exactly. differently. Yeah. I um, don't understand what it is and what movie it was that everybody suddenly wanted to emulate with a faster pace. And now it's just like this is exhaustingly slow. I think uh, I think you're right. I think they're more deliberately paced, probably as a reflection maybe of their budget because they only had a million. This is a really ambitious sci-fi movie. So you have like three locations to play in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I just think uh, you really don't have much – what do you – what do you – what do you – I don't know. And the other uh, thing, too, is like what is it – I don't understand this either that – what is it that are, is so incredibly quiet about these movies? Like they like silent is an aptly chosen adjective. Had, I think at the time they had probably what I used one of my first year at Columbia was which was a nagra, which is an external sound recording, and it's it's not the best. It's like it's like a box that you set on on your set. It just sounds you know a little tin canny. Just, and, uh, but just in general, like it's so there's so much quiet and nothingness in this movie. Yeah. Even even in scenes. Like it's ninety minutes long. Do we really need, you know, ten minutes of different shots of Dern sitting there doing nothing? <laughs> saying nothing? There's like, like two well, or three sad guy montages. I, would, I think I think one might argue, yeah, because and the only reason I say this not to play devil's advocate, but because what they this is a character study in space and it's a mostly about after he kills those guys, it's really just about him snapping and he needs somebody he's clearly unraveling when he befriends the drones and he makes them play poker with him and uh it's just uh he's reaching and it sounds like i am right now too so (laughs) 
I think it, like you know what I mean. It's a mostly when it comes to character studies, especially ones where you deal with someone dealing with grief after killing someone. Like there's a few of them like that. Gus Van Sant has made a couple. Or it's just deliberately paced because it's just them sitting like, man, just thinking about what they did. And I think that's the point, you know? You have to sit with them. So, yeah, you have to suffer with Dern. There's just there's just also just something that's slower in the performance of the conversations between it's people. It's like watching you know? Batman the Animated Series. You could yeah. cut, like, microseconds from every conversation, and the whole yeah. episode would be tighter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's like it's like bad community theater. <laughs> yeah, they're waiting like they're waiting like, for their line. Yeah, they're mouthing other people's lines. Um, speaking of like, kind of like like I don't want to diminish the performances of the drones, but uh, there's that scene, and I'm getting ahead, but like it's where Dern wants to play poker with the drones, and uh, one taps the other one, and yeah. you, it's kind of like a cute little flourish, but really they couldn't hear anything. One of them was trying to help the other ones. Like, guys, like that's your cue. Like, let let's get in position. It was kind of just like happened that. to get it. It was an accident of just like just get the fuck in there. Exactly. So it's <laughs> like, and I like I was watching this movie. I was watching the set design. I turned to Katie and I say, I think I like 70s sci-fi because it's more handmade. It's more you have no choice but to make this forest practically. And, you know, I'm one of those, like, I'm soapbox guys who says, why don't they do the more practical shit? And most digital people are like, because it looks really fucking similar to practical shit. It looks exactly the same, and it's way cheaper to do than building a whole fucking forest. No argument there, but you have to appreciate the effort that went into it, whether it looks the same or oh, not. Oh, yeah, no, I'm actually with you, though. I, I, would, love, I would love to see more practical. Miniatures, and- too. Like... That's a, that's the that's what I was going to give credit to is the like the, when you do see the exterior of the ship, there's mm-hmm. a lot of like intricate details. And, you know, it just reminds me of even seeing like, you know, the Millennium Falcon or the Death Star and just like all the little tiny pieces like when, you know, miniature building is a skill that uh, is probably very, very underrated. Mm-hmm. I here's a few things I want to because I, I wrote down these facts from this article, which I will cite the website here in a minute. But uh, the original treatment of this movie involved contact with aliens. They were he was heavily inspired by 2001. He wanted there to be some kind of contact with another uh, being, but they cut that pretty you know early on. But the thing that they wanted to do was that the drones could only communicate with the aliens, which I thought was interesting. Um, Here's something that I thought was really interesting. The same company that produced Agent Orange and Napalm B, uh, Dow Chemicals, they provided those giant white cargo containers that you see all over when they're driving those shitty for free because of good PR because they made Agent Orange and Napalm B. So I was like wondering where they got those. Do they? Okay. Uh, I was wondering where they got those. And it's like, how much did it cost? Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And I thought that was like, okay, that's a future flourish. Like, it's an American Airlines kind of flourish. Yeah, I thought it was a satirical statement. Yeah. No, it's it's it may not necessarily be that. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, one more thing. The, the, the spacecraft that we're talking about was, I guess, inspired by the theme building at the Expo 1970 in Osaka, Japan. It was a big convention that happened. They looked at uh, the kind of neo-futuristic, I guess, the layout. And uh, they liked it, so they mimicked it for a spacecraft. Also, I read this. Spaceship Earth from Epcot? <laughs> yeah. They they mimicked that, too, in some ways. 
perhaps one of the most mind-blowing facts, and I'd hate to keep rattling them off here, but going back to the drones here is like they got bilateral amputees to play the drones. Did you know that? That's no, because I didn't know of that. He, the filmmaker was inspired by Freaks, the movie. Not not pe- not the not the people. Not, yeah, the, uh, the Todd Browning's Freaks, <laughs> and he saw. Uh, that there was there's a there's a bilateral amputee and he liked the way that he moved in it so he's like let's kind of mimic that can we get actors to get into a suit like the drones and like stay low to the ground and basically that's what we need so that kind of movement are you serious i'm dead serious look it up and here's the thing like those actors obviously had trouble finding work so they were happy to get it on this set (laughs) Like I'm trying to be so nice. The, like, so the answer, like, I guess it's kind of ridiculous, but like it's no more ridiculous than casting a little person in a movie to play like a a droid or something, you know? Which right. fucking Kenny Baker, you know? Or an Ewok, or yeah, anything like that. It's, but you know, so you're telling me then that the choice to give these drones legs instead of wheels mm-hmm. is to give bilateral amputees work. Well, I guess it was I think it's, it goes hand no no pun intended, but I think it goes hand in hand with uh, <laughs> the initial plot of the uh well, anyway. Speaking of plot, they get the communication to destroy the forests and get the fuck home. And this movie's better than Star Wars. Like Star Wars is dumb. Mm-hmm. Like last time you watched it, when was the last time you watched it? And Guys, on a uh, scale of one to ten, how stupid is it? I, I, like compared to this? Ten. It's 10 out of 10. 11. It goes to 11 in uh, how stupid oh, oh, it is. I'm your dad. Oh, oh, uh, You don't care about the forest. Fuck you. God, they don't even have a forest until the third goddamn movie in that. It's yeah, all desert. Right? They don't give a fuck. Anyway. Stupid ass Star Wars. Anyway. This movie's way better. And they get the news that the bosses now want to blow up all of the forest domes. Why? They don't really get into detail, but they want to do it. Like, I guess they don't need forests back on Earth. So Why? Because Bruce Dern needs an excuse to take his first sad guy walk through the forest. Yeah, he he does have a sad guy walk. We're going to do a walk. few of these. Sorry, I'm going to do the first one. <laughs> Better do it in the first act. And he, uh... So what ends up happening ultimately is the guys proceed with the the demo, the demolition, and he kind of just sulks in his one forest dome that is in the spacecraft that they're they're on. In the other spacecrafts, they're kind of uh, they're blowing up those other domes. He kind of sees them in the distance while he pets a bunny, and then finally they drive uh, like a, their shitty carts to one of them drives his shitty cart to the dome, and he's like, "Get out of my way, Bruce Dern!" And Bruce Dern goes, "Nope, I'm not gonna let nope. you do it." And let you do it. And that's I, I, I grew this forest. <laughs> they get in a big fight, and uh, in the process, Bruce Dern cuts his leg pretty badly, and uh, he ends up killing this guy. Uh, and it's like moments later, he blows up the other two douchebags that he's with. Uh, yeah, how does it? It escalates quickly. Yeah, I don't even. I like. I look down. I look up. They're blown up already, so I don't even really know what happened exactly. Uh, I don't know, but he blows ben, him up. The Ben Mendelsohn guy cuts his hand, and the, like I, I don't know. <laughs> ben Mendelsohn is in this. I'm not sure what happened to any of the guys in this movie for any reason. Yeah, <clears throat> you didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so 
He commits murder. Moments later, he blows up the other two guys. He gets a transmission from the bosses asking, oh, what's going on here? I thought the demolition was going uh, beautifully. And then oh, no, like, we got problems. It's yeah. not going beautifully. It's, His bosses are issues. very professional as well. <clears throat> yeah, these guys, yeah. They're like, what What cracks me up is, um, I think it's it might be in the same scene. It might be between sulking. But basically, he lies and says there was complications with the bombing. We lost the three guys I'm working with. Sorry. And they're like, well, I see you're heading off course. I would consider killing yourself because you're heading towards the rings of Saturn. And uh, that's going to be pretty bad for the ship. It can't sustain that sort of damage. And he's like, well, I'm not going to do that. But here's the thing. Nothing really fucking happens. Like to to tell them he should consider killing himself is way off base. (laughs) It's as if they had something on that ship that they don't want him to find. And they're like, you better kill yourself because we can't do it. We can't send a man in send a man in there to pop one in your fucking skull. It's like I called Triple Eight, my car broke down, and like I got uh, whiplash. Well, you should kill yourself, sir. <laughs> you might as well kill yourself. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So yeah, like it's bad news bears for him. Man, maybe if Walter Matthau was in this, this movie would be better. <laughs> if it was playing the Bruce Dern role, you guys don't care about the goddamn. Forest. I grew this cantaloupe. <laughs> Prepared it myself. You have buried it in the dirt with my own hands. So, yeah, he's young Walter Matthau because, you know, he would have been younger at the time. And he sounds weird to me doing young Walter. I'm, you know, right. Walter Matthau didn't exist before 1993, as far as I'm concerned. And that's my Bruce Dern. My Bruce Dern is old Bruce Dern, like hateful eight Bruce Dern, <laughs> like really old Bruce Dern. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he uh, they're heading towards Saturn. And yeah. uh, the rest of the film, this is where I write, and this is where you guys disagree, but the rest of the movie is pretty boring, I write. <laughs> <laughs> It mostly involves Dern and the two drones, Huey and Dewey. Dern yeah. teaches them to play poker after making them heal his leg. Like they're like fixing the ship, I think, outside. They lose mm-hmm. one of the drones through the ring of Saturn thing. Like he's just hanging out in the dome. Again, his leg snaps off, and I ask you if maybe if they had wheels instead of <laughs> legs, that perhaps they would have been able to magnetically uh grip themselves to the ship better than these stubby little legs. It's it's here's here's what I'm here's what I here's my thing. <laughs> it's 2021, okay? You have these idea for these drones, but okay, maybe you don't like the design. So so Jared doesn't have the idea, but somebody else has this idea for the drones, and they cast regular people to do the movements, and then the bi the bilateral uh, amputee community gets offended, just like when people play like white people play people of color today. Mm-hmm. That's what's that what that's what would happen. So this movie is progressive. That's all I'm saying. I I I'm just saying that I think even C3PO would be better if he had wheels. All dro- drones, droids and drones, droids should have wheels. All robots, drones and droids should have <laughs> wheels. That way. Yeah. Instead what about of legs? What about jetpacks and and uh, like wings? Well, now you're talking about birds. No, yeah. there's plenty of bots that have wings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are too uh, Jay, Real where do you uh, weigh in on all this? 
you know, I did, I did enjoy the uh, music. During- the the title track, Silent Running or Running Silent, whatever you prefer, by who's that, Linda Ronstadt or whatever. Yeah, it's like a it, folk singer. It's like the fucking. It sounds like the beginning of like one of the middle year James Bond movies. Like it sounds like it all sounds time like Moonraker. Yeah, like Coolidge. <laughs> and then the, then the montages of of the music throughout the movie of like that's a know. sad guy montage hey guys if anybody out there and wants to walking through just take a scene from the script and then cue up nobody does <laughs> while he's moping around the space <laughs> that'd be great um yeah that's it is like it's like 70s folksy like half sad kind of half cheerful like melancholic yeah. female led folk singing you're not you're not sure if you're supposed to like it or if you're supposed to cry right yeah and, and that's and how I, I feel about Star I feel Wars. like I was missing an audio track because they have all kinds of scenes with the two droids drones drones, drones. like walking up to each other <laughs> yeah and like kissing uh, looking like they're communicating but not, then they just walk away nary a, nary a beep among them yeah they go they have like uh they have that little slot that they go they have like chirps don't they it's according to my uh Over. subtitles it says hissing oh right hiss so they just hiss. yep that's, that's all, all you need no i wish c3po would only hiss that's that's like all they're doing <laughs> All they're doing then is they're just walking past each other and they're just like, it's like they're just rolling their eyes about their day. Can you imagine we have to keep doing this shit day in and day out? Huey. And what's really lonely is after the the other humans die and it's just Bruce Dern, the drones, uh, drones, drones are obviously communicating amongst themselves. Like in the poker game, one of them shows the other one his hand. Yeah. Like they kind of cheat just to fuck over Bruce Dern. Like that's got to really be a bad dynamic. It's one thing to have just be with two drones, but in, like when they're ganging up on you socially. Can I can I also say that it's Maybe amazing. It's crazy. To me, it's amazing that he had a book that would allow him to program the drones to play yeah. poker <laughs> with little cards. Like, you know, like when you like this was like old computers. It worked on little cards and yeah. shit. But change um, your cartridges. It, it looks like he's punching in for work every time he programs them. <laughs> like, well, time to start my shift. And the then, poker uh, shift. Mm hmm. But yeah, he does. He, he, he there is like a, a sus card that he just slides right in into uh, both the the drones, and that's how they they play really shitty poker with him, like really slow too. It would drive me insane. I'd be like, "Are you raising? Are you checking? What are you doing?" And it would just be like still picking up its hand and looking at the cards. Yeah. I'd be like, "Come on, dude." And that's so, just. I think they are trying to portray it right about the card part with the robots is. Where he was going slowly insane, just mm-hmm. him and talking to right. We're playing for money here, not oil. <laughs> We're playing for money here. You sure you want to make that move? Um, Jared is slowly losing his mind. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> you know how many here's the sad thing is that I, I kept falling asleep while watching this like literally like four or five times mm-hmm. kept waking up having to go back and then it was to start seeping into my dreams <laughs> bruce dern was <laughs> in your of dreams robots with legs uh-huh no no wheels around oh little stumpy legs they were very top heavy very top heavy um little did you know those legs were arms they were um people walking on their hands do you guys want to hear some other facts is it about the bilateral (laughs) amputees no then no let's move on (laughs) (laughs) all right so the rest of the movie is pretty boring he I disagree. Up... I think it's better than Star Wars. It's funny how we flip-flop throughout <laughs> this. But he ends up recklessly hitting Drone 2, a.k.a. Huey. It's a sad scene, albeit boring, just like the rest of this movie. Because he has to, he tries to operate it on it. And it's a very, like, the other one, Dewey, is there to watch. And, like, it's paralyzed. Like, it's not dead, but it might as well be. And uh, this all culminates in his forest dome dying like it literally like the leaves are crumbling he doesn't know what's going on because he's a bad scientist oh my god he's the worst scientist when when you get to the solution he learns he's got (laughs) he says he's got to research it and he takes out a picture book there's no words pictures (laughs) of dead forests and he has a forest book i gotta write my dead forest program into the drones yep and he learns through a rescue party transmission from the uh, the Berkshire. They're on the Valley uh, Forge. Um, I don't know the significance really, but uh, just I don't know. Pick a place. So they uh, they get a transmission that the sun is the answer, and he's like, "Of course, light, sun, <laughs> the sun, plants need the sun." He puts up light everywhere, like these little, you know how YouTubers have their ring lights? They yeah. set up standard two, and then they do their stupid videos. That's so what he I, does. I, I wrote down something, too, here, for this instance. Um, on the description of the movie, it says, Botanist Dern goes rogue mm-hmm. after getting orders that he doesn't agree with. That's the description of the movie. Yeah. He murders botanist. botanist. The first word is botanist who doesn't know that the sun, the sun, the sun. It makes sense that he would give birth to uh, the the dino uh, plant uh, shit person, Laura Dern from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I can see them both digging through shit together. Did you know that characters. the plants need the sun? <laughs> I didn't Laura? know that, Dad. <laughs> Did you <And> then, know? <laughs> I think we're back in business. And then uh, he puts up the ring light, the YouTube ring lights. He makes a couple of YouTube videos. It's like in the Prestige when he's like, it's like all these Tesla bulbs outside of the field. There's a bunch of top hats and cats. Yeah. And Dern knows they're going to see that he's a murderer and they sabotage the mission of blowing up all the forest domes. So he decides he's going to jettison off the forest dome with just the remaining drone dewey the one that works and he's going to tend to the forest dome out drifting into space while he blows himself up with huey before the berkshire rescue craft like arrives and finds out i did not even know that that was part of like that was there was <laughs> plot choice I, I honestly i got to the end and i'm like why is he making this choice because he's, <laughs> he's a murderer but didn't he blow up the other like weren't they gone <laughs> like 
<laughs> Didn't he ditch the evidence? He bar- <laughs> he told one of the drones to bury a, a hole seven feet wide and three feet or right. seven feet long and three feet wide. It's he did true. not say how deep, by the way. That's a shallow grave. Yeah. That and also Ben Mendelsohn got a shallow grave. <laughs> that would mean that Ben Mendelsohn's corpse is floating, I think, in the forest dome that's with the Dewey just alone out. Into the what he needed is one of those boy. clean slates. Yes, definitely. <laughs> that I've heard about that I think might be a MacGuffin. The clean it. slate. Haven't you heard about the clean slate, Felina Kyle? <laughs> That's my Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> it sounds suspiciously like Mickey Rourke. <laughs> no, it's a little bit different. <laughs> oh, man. That's mean. But he has like a plucky duck thing. Not Daffy. Plucky, because he wants to push a button? Because he, he wears tank tops. Oh, that's it. This is the <laughs> shortest episode we've ever done. <laughs> this movie was so bad. It, it it's, was so it's, bad. It's a bad... Yeah. See, now, I don't know like how many of you... I, I, in, in all seriousness, I do want to take a moment here and say... <laughs> when you say in all seriousness... No, I do I'm mean this. I'm pretty sure it's not. I would really like – no, I, I'm serious. I would like for our listeners to let us know how many of you actually watch the movies and how many of you listen to the episodes regardless of whether or not you've seen a movie. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you've never seen this movie, there's very few that I'm going to say don't waste your time. And this is oh, one there's of there's a few. <laughs> there's very few. <laughs> there's only a few that I would say is a complete waste of time. Okay. That, that we've done. You know, okay. Other than that, like there's like – it's fine. Like I may not like a lot of them. But there's like something in a lot of them for everybody. Okay. But this is one that is just just oh, it's so slow. It's like and the thing is it's it's a thin plot and when you have such a slow paced uh, plot with that's very thin, there's not much to talk about. You can talk about the themes, I guess, but like uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> I uh I was tempted to watch it twice. I watched it this this morning. Yeah. Uh, ruined my entire day. Oh man, yeah. But when I was watching, it, I'm like, I want to go back and I want to have a stopwatch mm-hmm. for like times that nothing happened because I'm like, this movie's 90 minutes long, and most of the scenes are quiet and pointless. Like we don't learn anything from him. There's no advancing of anything. Even before he starts going crazy, mm-hmm. you know, it's just. Like, like the guys driving around on their carts. Yeah. Honestly, how like structurally structure based on the actual structure of a movie isn't mm-hmm. Act Three like f- the last few minutes of this movie like nothing yeah. like we get to like we're well into yeah. the, near the end yeah. of the movie and he's mm-hmm. playing cards with the drones. Well, I think at this time structure they'd said to hell with structure. This is uh because. Easy Rider didn't do that, and that that was like the template for I imagine this guy to to uh, tap into that counterculture fan base that he wanted. He probably encourages not to have a structure. Maybe you should tap into the culture. I I, I think the whole bleeding heart thing was uh it's an I I just want to like <laughs> to be positive. It's like um. Oh man, it's I guess I'm because I'm reaching. <laughs> like, it's an interesting angle to go for it for a. a I really want to like this movie, man. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, like because uh, there's a lot. I think there are some things to like about. It. I just don't think the whole is uh, 
as good as the parts, you know. But uh, I don't, you know what? I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't want to get. I don't want to make a case for why you why you should like it. But I I will say that it's an interesting way to to approach a sci-fi movie like this taking place in space. I want to give credit to the bombs for being able to to just completely eviscerate any remaining element that was on this this ship itself that the bomb blows up on because it just like it blows up you see this uh-huh. glowing sphere and then uh-huh. like it's just gone like everything is gone there's no debris there's nothing <laughs> well yeah i guess you got a point there it was a it was like a magic trick now that's ahead of its time those bombs yeah, I'd like to see some of those. What year you think this movie takes place in? 2040? Because by, you know, like the planet is kind of f- fucked. Um Yeah, I'd say t- by 2040 if we're not if we're not out of here, guys. Yeah. It's it's we're it's, it's not going to be good. Mars, I hope you're ready. <laughs> hope so. You got you got to tell <laughs> do you are you mentally preparing your son for Mars, Jer? Living boys? Don't get too attached to the house. I know you like it here. I know you like our atmosphere and the 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 sky and the clouds and yeah. natural water. But uh, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. Not, it's fleeting. We're going red planet. We're going red. <laughs> the whole family. Uh, well, I hope. I don't know. We'll see how many people are allowed to go. Well, I hope. I hope we have I to hope. evacuate the earth. <laughs> I hope, son. <laughs> I hope we make it to that point yep. to to be able to evacuate. Yeah, it had it did have it did all have, on fire. We did have the like we talked about a little bit the models like that's missing from sci-fi now. Everything's computer animated. Yeah, but like the models, the sets, the things like that. I'd love to see a movie that really doesn't call for a miniature, like um, a, a, like a drone shot of like a, a house in a comedy that's in San Francisco. <laughs> they make like the the Golden Gate Bridge and water and everything. And they're like, we just could. well, the like there's a shot in Edward Scissorhands that's like very clearly like a model shot of the town when it's snowing yeah and i'm just like well this doesn't really call for a model like you know i don't know if you even need this shot but yeah i suppose you're right hey how's that thrashed apple it's uh it's good it's um if you like um you know that 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 jolly rancher apple taste then uh i think you'll like this what if i don't then you're not gonna don't even bother what what about a what about a um um uh, Charms Blow Pop Sour Apple. How 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 does it compare not, to that? Not as tangy, I would say. Not as sour. No, not yeah. as sour. Yeah. What's the sourest candy or food you guys have ever had? Warheads. Warheads. Yeah. Warheads. Yeah. yeah. Lemon warheads. Don't you get? Didn't you know the secret though to warheads? I didn't. That's cheating. I don't cheat at video games and I don't cheat at warheads. <laughs> what? Are you, you don't cheat at video games? We not anymore. No, okay. Just say, <laughs> what were you gonna contradict me with? Just say, Goldeneye has a whole list of cheats. I, I just played it literally moments ago, and I had no cheats on. No cheats. Yep. I there's no point in playing the game for me if, if I don't if I'm not cheating. Like, what's the point? I'm just gonna die instantly. You should be a, an investment banker, Jer. If I can't get past the, the damn. <laughs> 
then how am I going to, like, I need cheats. I, <laughs> I can't of, aim. You can't beat the damn chair. Oh, chair. You no, need some I, help. I'm, I've always been, since the the day, the year that GoldenEye came uh, out, I've always 90, been really 97. bad at uh, aiming in, uh, like, first-person shooters. I've been terrible at it. If it doesn't auto-aim immediately right to the people, mm-hmm. uh, I can't do it. And if I am taking any damage... While trying to slowly line up my shot, it's just a waste of time. I need you got to play Fallout, like right, Jay. Like Jared's got to play Fallout. You yeah. you, you point to those good. like specifically where you want to shoot them in slow mo. You know, I I'd prefer to play my Lego games, <laughs> where <laughs> if I die, then you know I just lose Lego pieces, mm-hmm. and, and if I if I don't have any pieces. Well, it's fine. You just keep going. It doesn't. You, you died. Oh, just keep going. It's fine. We're not gonna stop. You just keep going. Jer likes to. We fight. We're fighting the Jer. Uh, maybe as a god complex in like video games and life. No, I'm no. I, I'm not the one who would uh, lock my Sims family in rooms and and that's true. Make them burn I, their way out. Of that's house. an. I have an antichrist complex when it comes to Sims. What I like to do is. Well, we should get on uh, Discord and we should chat. <laughs> we could talk about how we killed our neighbors in The Sims. I, I, I just like to build the house on the biggest lot that I can, the biggest house that I can. Because, again, I cheat. Really? And I get oh, the, the, you put the, in the un- rosebud and you get the unlimited dollars. dollars. Yeah. And then I build the house in my dreams and then I go, look at that, and then I'm done. That's that's guys, the problem uh, with the game is you you're as soon as you're done building your house well that's it <laughs> like, that's it did you guys play Sim Society no which one's that Sim Society was you build a town and you mm. can import your Sims into the town cool so then you like, had total new ways of torturing them was it multiplayer is it online no okay it was uh, a crossover of like Sim City and it's it's kind of sick how and i'm sure i'm not alone how fast people would go to killing people in those games where you're not really like that's not the point but like they make it i mean it's pretty much like the third thing that comes to your mind is like you build (laughs) the house and then it's just like all right let's see what it takes like do they eat what is that okay (laughs) then you gotta what do you gotta go to work all right what does that look like that's pretty boring let's kill them Let's see what it's like to yeah. just lock them in. Like Let's to murder them. What if we put them in the pool and then take away the ladder? The ladder, yes. <laughs> or put them in a room and take away the door. That's my favorite. Or you set up a bunch of ovens and uh, a fireplace and you put them really close to each other and then you put them in the room. You light the fireplace and then it spreads to oven to oven and then you get out and then you take away the door. What I'd like to do – that's a great one too. Like, I, 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 But I want to try – I want to hope – this is sick. <laughs> but I, I, I kind of like, like it. I like to have a dog mm-hmm. in the game and then like not feed the dog. Oh, great. Yeah. But then, then like do something so that one of the Sims gets injured uh-huh. and then the dog gets a taste of blood. And then eats the human in the room that it's in. It's That's rather. Which Sims game are you playing? Can you do that in any of the Sims games? That's I don't know. <laughs> but if you can, that would uh, that's a new. Is there new any level kind of, of DLC crazy. wherein they have werewolves or something like that for Halloween? Maybe there's a yeah. werewolf I could download. They do have that, I think. All right, so if you don't yeah. feed the werewolf raw meat, but you put him in a room with a person. 
I'm not the guy. And I'm you not can't. The guy you should be asking. And that's the other thing too. I can't, I can't play God to the full extent that I want to because I can't make it a full moon every night in the game. That's right. I'd have to that's go backwards each time and like. Mm-hmm. You have to put in some. Yeah, I don't know, Jay. How, what do you think about all this? <laughs> well, I only played Sims because I had Sim Society, and I was playing that, and I'm like, oh, Sims. I looked at it, and I'm like, hold on, I can make people that like are good people. They want to go to work. They want to do their job, and then I could put their house in the middle of a ghetto mm-hmm. where everybody jumps them and robs them every every time they leave it. Does that happen in the game? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. You have to put you have to put uh your good sims with your good sims, your bad sims with your bad sims. That's, they can't intermingle. That's so interesting. Like, so okay. there's like sides of town that you like they they form their own territories. Yeah. <laughs> Sim gangs, but like, what's funny is how like what kind of social experiment are you trying to play? Like, with trading places style thing where you have your rich guy who's like affluent, I assume, living amongst squalor and crime. <laughs> like, what is <laughs> what's the end game? Or are you just trying to make a statement, Jay? Just watching him suffer. <laughs> <laughs> That's life, man. Isn't just it life. about always <laughs> watching them suffer? Like. It's like the Truman Show, you know? It's a lot like the Truman Show, if and you think about it. many things are. Yeah. And, you know, the Truman Show is a great story, but some of the most shitty on-the-nose character names you'll ever think of. <laughs> what? He's he's Truman. He's the only true man in his world. And you have Kristoff, who's the Christ of, I, like, I guess, the like the god Where does Meryl fall into all of this? Th- that's it. It's just those two. But then he marries his wife, who's named Faketh. Remember Faketh? And then oh. he's got his, his his best friend whose name uh Actor. You remember yeah. his name is yeah. Actor? Ginger Actor. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I mean by that. <laughs> and also too, can you can you give credit to Kristoff for having a vision and saying he needs to have a ginger friend? Yes. That is uh that is like good casting. We're and casting gingers. Yeah. It's um it's mwah, chef's kiss. You know, so uh, what are you guys up to tonight? (laughs) (laughs) This? This? Yeah, Yeah. I was actually I'm actually going to I think I'm going to go to the grocery store and I think it's a good strategy to go like, you know, like nine. I like to go. I I like to go early, early in the morning. Okay, I like to go like if I can get there between eight and nine a.m., Right. I'd like to do that. I don't mind walking amongst the old people because I can swerve around them <laughs> with ease. <clears throat> I, I hear you. Out of my yeah. way, lady. I need pancakes. When you go at this hour or later, it's usually a lot of just uh, people in scrubs uh, and they're tired. Yeah. And that's, you know, some or, teenagers. Or people with their little children. <laughs> yeah. It's I like, know. I got you this weekend. I don't know what to fucking get you. Get the fucking mac and cheese. I don't know I'm what the fuck he <laughs> I'm a midnight grocery shopper. Like, I'll go at midnight or one or two Mid- in the morning. Yeah? And there's nobody. There's no yeah. there's no jewels around me that are open 24 hours. They are all they all close at, like, 10 or 11. Son of are a any man. of the jewels open 24 hours anymore? Mine is open till 1. And, like, I, honestly, do you really need it open that much later? You, yeah. Yeah? For people like Jay, who like to go and no, get those do midnight... You, 
Oh, do, do I? You? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about Jay. <laughs> the only times I've ever needed uh, a late night grocery store is if I'm like super sick and like I cannot sleep and I need medicine. I've gotten up and gone like I need to go to Jewel at 1145 to get cold Some medicine rubbers. to fall asleep. Some yeah, rubbers. Because you're yeah. married with children. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, look, I don't want any more of these. So I'll get rubbers. Gotta get some rubbers. <laughs> Even though she's got this weird thing in her, like, wrist or her arm or something like that. that oh. I don't know what that thing is called, but it's Interesting. It's weird. I, I heard about those. Those are, uh, I thought those were very interesting. But we can talk about that on our side podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Birth control. Yes. There's nothing. Just, that's not even a clever title for the podcast. It's just no, birth it's just control. Birth podcast. And it's and it's just a picture of us, just <laughs> straight faces, birth control. And birth. that is honestly, our faces just straight is birth control. Just looking at you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we're not, if we're not making any kind of face, you know. Yeah. If it's just our straight faces, it looks terrifying. I would think if nothing else, it would distract you and just go, why? What are they so serious about? Like why? They don't look happy. They don't look angry. They don't look serious or in any way. They're just expressionless. <laughs> I can't do it. Birth control. Just imagine birth this. Control. Imagine the words birth control. And guys, you can't see this, but. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like an album. Case. <laughs> it's an album. Dan Eden's solo record, Birth Control. Dan Eden, half of me. Released by Sire. <laughs> it's got eight tracks. I always wanted to be signed with Sire Records, so this is great. Yes, Sire. Um, anything you else? The, uh, you hear the kid from the Nirvana cover? The swimming oh, baby. The penis, the... the penis yeah. baby. Yeah, the penis yeah, yeah. baby comes out swinging, pun intended. Mm. <laughs> That's what the headlines should say. <laughs> Still swimming after that dollar. <laughs> That's great. Too. Like, yeah, I read that and I was like, he was he he even posed like every several years to recreate it. And now he wants money. <laughs> like, that's what I buy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's well, like people who eat their entire meal and then like, I didn't like it. Can I have <laughs> what are you that's talking what, about? Yeah. Just get off your just chill out, penis, baby. Like, you're fine. No one's staring at your penis like all these years and just like just staring at it all day. Like, no, we, we glance you, quickly. Oh, it's an album cover and that's it. Do you think that we think that your penis is still that same size? Is that why you got money? Like, <laughs> I think that's probably it. Like, or is girls. your penis that same size? And you're like, I need money to get <laughs> surgery because, look, I got that penis is still the same size. You don't see Weird Al getting mad about the off the deep end cover. Well, he so... Didn't. You don't see any penis in that. That's and I say, <laughs> big mistake. Weird Al would have sold a lot more albums. <laughs> on the cover of Off the Deep End, yeah. It took a lot longer for that one to go platinum. Count me in. Sure. Ooh, Jay, what do you think about Weird Al's cock? <laughs> you know, you can always use more penis. Any album cover. Anything in life. Mm-hmm. More cowbell. More penis. Yep. Do you think he has a little Hawaiian shirt for it? Oh, I bet he does. We should probably cut the last 30 minutes of this episode. (laughs) Nope. Good. Because otherwise, there's nothing else to talk about. Good. 
that's um that's we, we can't end on the weird al joke here do you think it's like curly on the sides too like, <laughs> do you think it used to have a mustache but now it doesn't and it got lasik also yeah. Yeah. yeah i do and it's a lot it's straighter now the pubic hair <laughs> this part this part is a problem <laughs> some pretty weird al fans out there uh yeah. fucking god you know i really hope things open up again you guys <laughs> <laughs> You don't you? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, do. Uh, I, I think uh, I think we gotta I think we gotta abandon this this sinking ship here. <laughs> um, what are you guys doing tomorrow? Uh, Jack's going to Jack. Jack's got a swim class. He's gonna learn how Aww. to swim tomorrow. He's got his That's first sweet. class tomorrow. That's, I gotta work uh, in gotta, the morning. You got work. At some at some point, uh, uh, being a good son sounded like a good idea. <laughs> I asked my dad if he wanted to go to a car show. Uh, I don't like cars. He doesn't like public. Yeah. Got it. It's match made in heaven. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. So that's your work. Is that what you mean? No, I have to. Work <laughs> then then okay. I have to go with him. I got gotcha. you. Well, so that's good. I, so now the listeners will know what we did two and a half weeks ago. Well, no, wait. They'll know what you guys did two <laughs> oh, and a yeah. half weeks ago. You guys didn't. I'm, what I'm doing tomorrow is um, uh, probably I'm going to I'm going to cook whatever groceries I get in a little bit. There you All go. of them. All of them. I only cook. Well, I only buy what I cook like Kramer in that one episode. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one episode before it was abandoned, like every plot point that happens. Because he dates a waitress who's always hungry, remember? Yeah. And he's like, I don't have any food, Jerry. We should, let's see, for the rest of this episode, let's recreate that episode. So it's, um, at first it opens with Jerry doing stand-up. He goes, you notice how a lot of butlers are named Jeeves? I imagine that's what he does. No way, that's what he did in the, the, the sitcom, within the sitcom. Yeah. So it's probably something like, um, what's the deal... With, uh, what are you, what are you even talking about? I forgot. Uh, we're, hold on guys. Just, just go with us here. That was the episode where he cooked everything in the shower. That was a good episode. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That's right. So what's the deal with refrigerators? Yeah. That's it. always (laughs) keeping things cold. And nobody wants them. Go see B-Movie. B-Movie. I'm doing a movie about Pop-Tarts, too. Same writers. Is he really? Yes, for Netflix. He's making a Pop-Tarts movie. I don't know how that's supposed to come together. I'll bet you it's going to be as good as Clear History. <laughs> how, about, uh, how about Pig? You guys going to watch Pig on Prime? I, I have Fuck a copy. Pig. It's the Nick Cage one. Uh, Jer is not going to watch Pig. I can already <laughs> say that. But I will watch so Pig. So it's... Uh... The turn of the century movie about Nicholas Cage, nope. the chef, who uh, goes on a vengeance tour because somebody kills his truffle hunting pig. That's right. And you think it's going to be like John Wick, but I understand it's not. It's going to be a lot more sentimental. Than this. 
<laughs> slow pace, more deliberate. Slow kind of like, pace, more like it's 1972's Silent Running. <laughs> exactly, I was just about to say. You know, our influence was Silent Running when we did this. So. I said, I want to make a movie that's boring, and I want to talk to a pig. I, no, I will be watching that. And uh, I watched, uh, did you see Mandy, Jay? No. That one I would highly recommend. He's actually really good in that movie. Nick well, Cage. All right. <laughs> Some endorsement for Nick Cage movies. Yep. All right. We, we will I could, con- I we could can continue this conversation I could without kill a pig for hours. Oh, for hours. <laughs> oh the pigs. No. <laughs> all right. Well, that's um, that was barely silent running from yeah. 1972 directed by Trumbull himself. We talked it's more better than, than Star Wars. It's better than Star Wars. It's better than 2001, A Space Odyssey. Yep. Um, it's better Stanley than Stanley Hubrick? Yeah. <laughs> George Hookus? <laughs> Do you hear about the lawsuit? Uh, for what? They Okay. So there was a lawsuit where they tried to say that R2 ripped off the drones in this movie because George Lucas admitted that he was inspired by them, but then it was thrown out. Because George Lucas had the foresight to put wheels on R2-D2. <laughs> and so most of the time, he didn't have to... There was less right. comparison. He also he also made his droids able to speak more than hissing out of... So why fence. couldn't he make a better sci-fi movie? It's, a, it's a mystery that plagues him to this day. Yeah. And one so that we may, never, we may never have learned. <laughs> all right. That's going to be it for us this week. Thank you if you got through all of this, because we somehow got through all of it. Um, but yeah, uh, Jay, you want to plug your show again? Uh, we're actually taking a break right now, but we're doing a podcast called Southside. Um, find it on podcast things. Podcast things. Yeah. Wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts. Listeners, you, and, um, dear listeners. And if you guys want to know about how I kill Sims, uh, you should join my Sim killing discord that I have set up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a lot more followers than the show. Yep. I'll tell you that a lot more people interested in the death of Sims. <laughs> you know, and I wish that you know, you know, be even cooler. What werewolves who have wheels? <laughs> Real werewolves. Yeah. All right, that's it for you us. Never get away. Yeah. Fuck them. They're gonna die anyway. All right, that's it for us this week. I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. And I'm Jay Drum. That's a wrap. I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right?